Number 166, Rageaholics. On January 1st, I called my good friend, Pastor Gregory Kaufman in Wisconsin, to wish him and his family a happy new year. During our conversation, we both expressed hope that the new year would be a good one with peace and harmony. Greg commented on how much anger and rage there is in our society and that it seems to be getting worse. I certainly agree with that. This conversation started me thinking about the growing prevalence of rage in our society. In my book on addictions, I have an entire chapter on anger that addicted folks use as a defense against having to hear anything about their addictive behaviors. However, I could probably have added another whole separate chapter on anger and rage as its own addiction, even apart from drug and alcohol usage. The term rageaholic has come into use in recent years to describe a person who seems to have lost control periodically of their anger. Although rageaholic is not a medical diagnosis yet, it is a helpful kind of lay psychological term to look at angry behavior that is beyond the bounds of normal. I do know that there is at least one chapter of Rageaholics Anonymous in California that borrows the AA 12-step program to help restore people to sanity. Although anger is an appropriate emotion to have in certain situations, it seems that going from anger to rage is a common and almost accepted response now in our culture for almost anything. For example, if someone cuts you off on the highway, you can feel justified in running them off the road or getting out at the next stoplight and kicking their window out and punching them in the face, or at the very least, flipping them off. Or, if someone is fumbling with their credit card in the line at the grocery store, it is now acceptable to curse and swear at them. If your sister-in-law makes a rude remark, you can always go on Facebook and rake her over the coals in no uncertain words. If you start thinking about it, you can think of dozens of examples of inappropriate rage. Where does all this rage come from? Maybe it is because we are such a fast-paced society now that we cannot stand to wait for anything, and our impatience leads to frustration and to anger and to rage. Certainly this would be in keeping with other addictive behaviors. We don't want to take the time to deal with any of our feelings in a slow, natural way. This is what makes drug and alcohol usage so attractive. It changes the way we feel in a hurry. If it didn't do that, nobody would be interested in drugs and alcohol, or any other addictive agents for that matter. Another possible reason for the attraction to extreme anger is that it leaves us better defended than other emotions. There are some legitimate cases where healthy anger is appropriate, but most of the time, anger is covering up something else. In most cases, anger covers up either hurt or fear. For example, when my college classmate was dumped by his girlfriend, he tore the room up and broke furnishings in his room. It would make more sense to think that he would be feeling sad at the loss, but he converted all sadness into anger because it left him better emotionally defended. Or another example would be that I remember a young child running out into the street and was almost hit by a car. His mother went out and beat that child. You would think that she was scared, but all you could see from her was anger. Anger leaves us less vulnerable than hurt or fear. Men in particular use anger as a catch-all emotion because sadness and fear are not socially acceptable emotions in our culture. Remember the phrase, big boys don't cry. Likewise, if you would express any kind of fear, 
you would be labeled a big chicken or a sissy. Women are allowed to be sad and scared, but not allowed to be angry in our culture, or they will be called a witch or something that sounds very close to that. Therefore, women oftentimes go underground with their anger and use passive anger, which is not doing something for another, or by using sarcasm, which I call chicken crap anger, because the person cannot be held accountable for their anger by saying, just kidding. Rageaholics don't just have anger, they are anger. It is their identity. Rageaholics get off on their own anger the same way that gambling addicts give, get off on the high of winning and losing. Our brain makes its own feel-good chemicals, and we don't need to introduce them from the outside like we do with alcohol and drugs. We can get high by triggering these chemicals in our own brain by addictive behaviors. Many addictions work this way, such as shopping, spending, gambling, eating, gaming, sex, pornography, and iPhone addiction. Jesus had a lot to say about unhealthy anger. He viewed it as one of the most dangerous things that we can do spiritually, even comp compared sitting on anger to murder. Letting go of anger and dealing with hurt and fear will do a lot more for us than building to rage.